What is that? And we're <laughs> off. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you go for some Applebee's. To origins and, and adaptations. adaptations. This is episode seventy-one, and I am Andrew. I'm Cody, and uh, we're here to bring you comic books. We have comic a books. focused issue today. Yes, a focus. Yes, focus. 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 subject. A focused. Well, issue. issue? issue? Yeah, subject. Issue sounds I was like thinking, we have a problem. What's funny is it. I was thinking issue is in comic book issue. Oh, I don't know why that just popped <laughs> into my head. My bad. No, you're fine. You're yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking uh, like a problem. No, like, no, no, no. Do we have a Problem? Current world, current issues. world problems. CWP. That was a class, right? CWP. Yes. Yes. I never took it. I went to college. Uh, you know, let's start right off, Cody. Right off into the news. First off, rumor has it that Henry Cavill is off Superman. Mm-hmm. Now, the reason I say rumor has it is because, as much as every single news outlet has said something, the two parties that have not said anything are WB and Henry Cavill. <laughs> so right. the two that can confirm that he is out have not said it. So everyone else has it was a it was a leaked uh it was a leaked thing. Someone said he was out. However, I think as well as there's a lot of people uh that it is a negotiation tactic. I think his agency released some little snippet I said there's a chance he's leaving, and everyone's all like, what? You think so? Uh, so that way he can get more money. Are you sure? No, I'm not sure. <laughs> That's a theory. Okay. That is also a rumor. That is how this starts. We spread rumors on this show. That's what we do. Gossip. We could be called, instead of Origins Adaptations, we're just, you know, G and R, gossip and rumors. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, he... It's then 100% after, normal and natural. Don't feel bad. Yeah. You should embrace it. I should. I should. <laughs> he released a an Instagram video, which is, out of all places, the weirdest place to do it. Um, he released a video with him in a Man of Steel shirt uh, with the, I believe it was the original Superman theme playing, like the 1970, like, Richard... Richard Donner. Donner, Superman, mm-hmm. like... He had that theme playing, and then he was, like, raising an action figure of his own Superman. And that was it. Huh. Like. I don't even know what that means. And. Everyone's so vague these days. He's smiling, too. Like, he knows he's trolling, but I think it's, he can't say anything because his agency is still trying to negotiate with WB. But it's kind of like in a small way of saying, hey, guys, I still love being Superman. I still want to be Superman. I'm not quitting. I think that's what it is. I think it's this whole hubbub. But if they did, if they did really Superman, Henry Cavill is Superman. Uh, 
there's been a lot of theories of who would replace it. And this is the other thing that's weird is since it's not really confirmed if he's leaving or not, yeah. there's already, like, people saying these are the next people in line. It's like they're saying it as WB is looking at these people to mm. replace him. And I'm going, but there has been no confirmation. So how do we already have, oh, now they're looking out for these people if they have no confirmation on if he's leaving or not? Right. That's what's that's the weirdest thing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but number one on the list is Michael B. Jordan. I'm not kidding. Really? Yeah. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I am... If they made it a part of the canon, because Earth 2 Superman is black, uh, if they did, like, there's Val Zod, and that's Earth 2 Superman, if Kal-El, you know, gives off the mantle to Val Zod, and Michael B. Jordan is Val Zod, and he becomes this new Superman, mm-hmm. I'm totally okay with that. But they cannot go the stereotypical Michael B. Jordan attitude. Like, he can't go no. in there, the, you know, the urban, American, like, New Yorker-ish, kind of in-the-streets type that he always plays. Yeah, I wouldn't Like, he has to be, he has to be Kryptonian alien, and he has to act like the Kryptonians have already be, been seen to act like, mm-hmm. which are pompous, you know, kind of above other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I, I guess we don't see a whole lot of Kryptonian um, people. It's most you mostly just see the the political people. Yes, in both in both uh, versions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's how I would want it done if they're going to do it. Uh, because the only reason Superman acts like he does, the only reason he acts like American, is because he pretty much was raised American. Right. Um, and. That's the only reason why it's there. Uh, so, yeah. It's really interesting. However, uh, this then spawned, I was talking to our good friend AJ, and it spawned a conversation if you had to recast Batman, because Ben Affleck is pretty much done with Batman. He is. Are, uh, and they're, are, are they not doing uh, the Batman? That's been put on hold indefinitely, I believe. Which means it's probably done. Yeah. there's no. There hasn't been any news of it. Uh, I know the Batgirl movie is also out. Uh, out as in, nope. Yeah, uh, it's not happening. Uh, so, for Batman, if they had to replace Batman, where I'm in this boat of, you know what, we've had Superman and Batman movies. Give other characters shine. They can they can be on the back burner for it, for now. Right. Uh, but if you had to, John Hamm. I think John Hamm would be an awesome Batman. He can play an awesome Bruce would Wayne. He? And I don't mean that in a way where I'm saying I don't think so. I'm, I'm asking you, do you, you think he would, John Hamm? Yeah. He has, John Hamm to me is like the early uh, Val Kilmer. I could kind of see that. Yeah. Yeah, I could I could kind of see that. Although, you know, and especially the, after his his role in Baby Driver. Like I where feel like he's he, a homicidal maniac. Yeah, I feel like he could like have Like Ben a, Affleck. Yeah. As Batman. No, yeah. I'm just no, I feel we don't like want he that, could though. 
But I feel like he could do the intimidating, like, fear thing that Batman does. Oh, he most definitely could do that. And but then, then he has he, his charming side, too. He has his too. charming side, yeah. My only thing is, he's already getting up there in age, too. Yeah, well, so my thing was, if you're going to... My whole thing is, don't don't reboot this franchise. Don't reboot this universe. Okay. You already have these established characters. Don't make us go through this whole thing all over again. Mm-hmm. Give us... You've given us an old Batman. Okay. So if we're going to recast, we're going to recast as an older Batman. Like, we're not going to go back to, okay, he's now in So his you're 20s. saying it would be intentional, keep yes. it old. Yes. Okay. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. And then you can go and you can get your, your Dick Grayson, you can get your Jason Todd, maybe even do Damien. I think that would be dope if they did Damien uh, the, the for thing- Robin. If they did Damien for Robin and then brought Dick Grayson as Nightwing, that would be really cool. Yeah. That would be cool. Just introduce the Bat family mm-hmm. as one. Yeah. America's probably ready for that. I don't know what the rest of the world is. <laughs> just just because our I, I don't well, I don't know how com how well known is the rest of the Bat family in like say other parts of the world. How accessible well, are they're are, barely well known here, so I mean people know Dick I remember Grayson I spent, and they know Tim Drake. I spent and they know a whole Jason Christmas Todd. party uh giving the history lesson of the different Robins. It's funny. A lot of people don't know there are multiple Robins. I no. re- I remember um, my friend Kyle found that out when we were probably 21, mm-hmm. 22. Yeah. And he's like, I don't like that. There should only be one Robin. And I, and, and I remember being like, well, bro, like they introduced the second Robin 30-some years ago. Yeah. Like, ugh, sorry, like. Robin has been a. Th- and he was there's introduced. Been, there's been a succession he was of Robins. Thirty years after the first one. Mm-hmm. Like, and then you had the third one. Yeah, and the only reason that Robin existed is because they evolved Robin into Nightwing. Right. So yeah. what are you supposed? What's what I, that's kind of what I put to him. I said, yeah. so what do you propose that we have a Nightwing, and then Nightwing can also be Robin? Or just no Robin, I like, guess. But yeah. that was the problem, is, and that's when you have Tim. Batman needs a Robin. Tim Drake said that Batman needs a Robin. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that. Uh, so, interesting stuff, as we're talking about movies, and we um, looked at this a little bit more, is the Joker releases. Yeah, um, most definitely. So Interesting. Yes, there has been... Just snippets. We've just seen teasers. Uh, it's the Joker origin movie where Joker is being played by Walking Phoenix. That's right. Um, his name is Alfred, right? Alfred Fleck. Or I is think it Albert. It's, it's either Alfred or Albert Fleck. Yes, Fleck is his last uh, name. And I pointed out to Cody how funny it is that his initial with last name would be Affleck. Um, but, <laughs> right. Yeah. Which is just I don't know. I wonder if they did that. Insignificant, but kind of of funny. I wonder if they did that on purpose. Uh, So far, they they released the kind of like the theme of the movie, which is the disregard of a man in society that is a gritty character study, is essentially what they said. Mm. 
Um, and it looks promising, actually. Which surprises me, but I think it's because of their actor choice. I think Joaquin Phoenix should have been Joker from the beginning. Uh, they sh- yeah, they he would tried have been a to, much better choice. Than they tried to go with a stylized Jared. Jared Leto, which is annoying because I feel like Jared Leto could have played an incredible Joker. Yeah, um, it's the way they had him play the part. Yes, uh, it was the writing, it was everything. It was bad, um, but this introduces what I have said from the beginning, and I've. I believe you. I I'm you're the one I told this to. Is that they should have done standalone movies? Yes. They shouldn't have done a shared universe. Are you and saying you said that or I said that? I said that. Well, I. I mean, I've, I've always yeah. thought that. Yeah. yeah. And maybe okay. So I've got a theory for why they didn't. I they, think. Well, they wanted the. They thought Marvel had it, and I they th- wanted what I Marvel th- had. I think they wanted to distance themselves from what Marvel was doing. But there were ways they could have done it in order, where you have build up. It, yeah, it didn't need to I be think, done the exact same way, but they needed to build it up. I think they thought. Well, they worried about uh, James Cam James Cameron. Is it James Cameron? It's James Cameron with an S. The it's not James because James is a name. James not, Cameron. The James director? is not a word. Yeah. So James Cameron came out and said, "Yeah, that he thinks that super." superhero movies are going to get tired that that moviegoers are going to get tired of watching them and that is around the same time that DC came out and said here's these 30 movies for the next 10 years right like it's not 30 it was like 10 but they came out and said that i think they jumped the gun there they shot themselves in the foot uh, they announced all these movies that were already supposed to be released by now. A lot of them were. And I think the reason why is because they heard that from James Cameron. WB heard that from James Cameron. And WB doesn't even have a connection with our audience whatsoever. And goes, oh crap, we need to get this out as fast as we can. I am positive that Batman vs. Superman started out as Man of Steel 2. It did not start out as as Batman versus Superman, and Batman was rewritten into the script for this movie, and there was supposed to be a whole other subsection that was going to take up where it dealt with Henry Cavill as Superman, and it dealt more with his human side as Clark Kent as well. Mm -hmm. And that is not there. That is missing from the movie. Um, And then you have Justice League, which was supposed to be a two-parter originally, and becomes one movie that's rushed. I kind of forgot about that. And it's ridiculous. Uh, and I think that's that's all part of it. I think there was this there's longer gap between the movies. I think there was a longer stretch between Justice League and Batman vs Superman and mm-hmm. Wonder Woman and all this. Mm-hmm. But because they wanted to rush it all out, be. Uh, because of the the fear that they wouldn't get any money for the movies, which in hindsight ruined them. Now they're not going to get money for the movies yeah, no because kidding. people see DC and go, the other movies uh, have been bad. Yeah. They, well, I mean, if you see, you know, uh, Infinity War, you, you you see dollar signs. If you yeah. see Justice League, all you see is like smeared poop across <laughs> a canvas. Yeah. Like, <laughs> 
like I'm, I'm sorry, that's a pretty gross way of putting it, but like you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Like to a lot of people, it just looks really bad. It does, and it was uh, bad. It reminds me of that uh, clip from South Park where is it Stan or is it Kyle? He sees it's like Stan. <laughs> yeah, and he and he's like Adam Sandler is Jack. Adam Sandler is Jill, <laughs> and, and it's like this uh, this summer. Adam Sandler craps in your eyes, nose, ears, <laughs> and, and yeah. it's basically basically he sees uh, a lot of these trailers as just like it looks like actual crap on the yeah. screen. I couldn't get through either. They did two episodes of that, and I was like, I can't, I can't do it. It's too gross. Oh, the poop. Yeah, I laughed. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know which one I didn't see, but I saw at least one. And uh, the scene where the guy whose name is Steamy Ray Vaughn. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. That was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, it's South Park. But uh, I don't agree with all the things that Trey Parker and Matt Stone do. But I that just resonated with me because I've been the cynic in the audience who is like, oh, this just looks like crap. How me can, me how with can, almost everything. How can anyone say this yeah. looks good? Yeah. Pardon me for seeing what it is, and I'm I'm pretty sure you said it's Stan. Yeah, it's Stan. Yeah, I I don't even like I try to be objective, and I try to understand where the other people are coming from, which is why I didn't say like Deadpool and Deadpool Two and Black Panther and Wonder Woman were horrible movies that no one should go see. Uh, and I understood why people like them. Sure. Uh, however, there are movies that I see and I just, I don't understand. I don't understand where someone enjoys this movie. And Suicide Squad is one. I yeah, just, Suicide Squad I, is really just a piece mind. of crap. It it's just not good. And Justice League is the same way. Like, I don't know what about that movie that people found fun and entertaining. Dude, a guy at the convenience store that I was talking to, he had on a bunch of Batman stuff. Did, mm-hmm. I, did I mention this to no. you before? Okay, so he was a really super nice guy. He got me, you know, all my stuff, you know, taken care of really quickly, and he was super friendly. And uh, it was either a convenience store or a grocery store. I can't remember, but he had on, like, all his Batman and Superman and Green Lantern pins, and he's yeah. a huge DC guy. And I don't know if he's just some DC fan in denial. Hey, that'd be a yeah. cool name for a group. DC fan in denial. <laughs> that'd be a cool name denial. for denial. It, it just it just rolls. DC fan in denial. Anyways, he was like, "Oh man," he's like, "Oh, you gotta see Justice League." It's like it's like it's it's so fun. No, and, and it wasn't. He's like, "Oh man, I, no one loves reading Batman comics more than me." He says he's like he's like, "Oh, but you gotta see Justice League. Don't pay attention to what anybody else says. It's it's great." It was not fun. And I was like, huh, well, everyone whose opinion <laughs> I trust said it wasn't. Yeah. And now let's, I was... Now let's do this. I was let's, happy that he got say, to enjoy let's it. Let's say this. It's you more want, Batman for him to enjoy, more power to him. How about we have a scene where Flash trips and lands on Wonder Woman's boobs? Oh, it's so funny. It's so funny, Cody. It's so funny. <sighs> that uh, is just uh, cringy to begin with. Yes. There's a part in ET where ET goes. Let's have a let's <laughs> have a scene sound that I want to make. Let's have a scene oh, where man. Flash talks about going <laughs> that he needs to head like east or west, and he forgets which direction is which way. It's so funny. It's so funny. And then when he's like saving like a small little truck, Superman is like flying right next to him, like carrying an apartment building. Oh. <laughs> so funny. It's huh. So funny. So witty. <laughs> is this, this is this, this is all in the movie. This like, exists. Th- these are all in the movie. Spoilers. 
I don't even care for this movie. <laughs> uh, so moving on, let's let's you know we talked about the movies, the movies. Uh, let's kind of you know let's go into com- some comic shift. Use. First, there's your comedy. basic shift. Yeah. Uh, first, Chelsea Kane, who was the original writer of that Mockingbird series that I said I didn't enjoy. Um, other people did. I didn't. Uh, her Vision comic, which was supposed to follow Tom King's Vision comic, mm-hmm. uh, got canceled, and no one knows why. She doesn't know why. Her team doesn't know why. And since she made this announcement of the cancellation, uh, Marvel didn't make this announcement. She did. Uh... Uh, apparently she's dead to Marvel now. She burned all her bridges at Marvel uh, oh. by pretty much trying to cause a riot on t- on Twitter, and she even tried to throw her artists under the bus. And her artists came out and were like, uh, "We have no beef with Marvel, and you know, uh, they can do whatever they want, mm. and it's fine. There's like no ill will to them." Uh, which I think this brings me to I th- to this moment where I believe that artists and writers think they have more power in the big two than they actually have. Mm. Where in other entertainment companies, other comic companies, you might have your you are an artist in the in the sense of you create art either through through imagery or through words, you are an artist. Mm-hmm. And at Image, that is true. Like, at Image, you you are in charge of your comic. You release yeah, it. you create everything. You create everything. You release it. If you want to put it on hold, if you want to postpone it, you can postpone it for however long you want. And then... Within reason, probably. Ah, uh, no Manhattan Projects by... Uh, they won't can anyone from Image if they no, don't? No, because they're... N- no one's an employee with Image. They're a publishing company. So if you have a book, and they'll publish it, but they don't like fund it. It's it's weird. Like you don't get okay. hired on. So in essence, to work but they it. won't drop you if you don't release something in time. No. Uh, Crazy. Because I, there's I, that's no. Because there's no like set time limit. Whereas with and they're not depending on just that one person. Correct. Okay. Uh, I, I guess that makes a little bit of sense then. Yeah. However, at the big two, and when I talk about this, it's DC and Marvel. You are not an artist to say. You still are. You're creating art, but you are. You're an employee. Yeah. You are employed at Marvel. You, you are employed you have at to DC. Stick to. You have a product that you have content, to put out. Yeah. And if your product isn't good, they will cancel it. If they don't think it's good, they will cancel it. I wouldn't say. If it's not good, because there's been products. That I was about. Out. I was gonna chime in. I was gonna say, and you gotta stick to the source material. Yeah. But they don't always do they that. Don't always do that either. <laughs> uh, but it's it's still like at management. If your if your sales technique isn't up to management's code, and though so some may some people might like it, but others don't. I knew a guy in upper management went and, crazy, and management went, "Hey, you need to do this differently." Or, or you're not doing management, or you're not doing sales anymore, you don't go, well, screw you, I'm just going to do what I do, unless you're a bad employee, and then you get fired. And that's what happened. She, Her book got canceled, and she threw a fit over it, and went online, and tried getting, rallying her troops and support, and then tried to get her coworkers 
to join her. Her coworkers didn't. And now she's fired from Marvel. And it's like, you're an employee. And I would think after decades of this, Marvel and DC have been out for decades, that you would understand that you are not an independent free artist at Marvel and DC. You are an employee. And you have to put out a product. Um, instead of creating free art, which is what the other companies do. I'm not saying one is better than the other. I'm not saying one is worse than the other. That is just the facts between the two companies. And that is why you might have more consistency with the product at Marvel or DC versus an image comic. But in the image comics, you might have more expressive freedom. You might have something that it blossoms into something great uh, because of that. However, that, it, that doesn't stop DC and Marvel having those things. Because if the editorial team says, this is incredible, we want people to see this, mm-hmm. it matches all these lines, let's go with it. You get stuff like Jonathan do you wonder, Fantastic Four. Do you wonder, I know we, we've had discussions that were on the cusp of what I'm about to bring up, but do you wonder sometimes how some of these writers have jobs ever? Or do you think they're all Not even more just or less writers. pretty good, For me, but they it's just... the artists. For me, it's more the artists. Like, I understand how writers have jobs because comic book writing hasn't... It's not, like, Tolkien level. Like, it's not... There's a thing you have to do to make it work. Most people are reading comics for the characters, the art, and what situations the characters get themselves in and out of. The, The writing itself doesn't have to be like Shakespearean. No. It doesn't have to be that level of greatness. So you can just be a basic writer who knows how to put together a plot and write something and your 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 books are going to sail. But what so. about those artists or probably those writers who really do a, a piss poor job of giving you a product that's finished or has any sort of cohesive yeah. element to some artists would, really they release these runs and it's like there's an, this didn't wrap anything up. Yeah. This is totally open ended. To me, that's Dan Slot. Dan Slot can Dan Slot can uh, start a good story, but he has a horrible time finishing it. Like I do not know why he cannot finish his stories, but he has a terrible time finishing them. Uh, and with that, I think it's tenure. I think the the writers who are brand new to Marvel and put out pretty bad stuff don't last. Yeah. But the ones who have been in the game for a long time, like your Mark Wades. Been in the game. Mark Wades and your who create incredible stuff. Like Mark Wade create incredible stuff. Uh I'll even say this, the man, the myth, the legend, Brian Michael Bendis. Brian Michael Bendis has written incredible stuff. He and wrote, he's written some he wrote, not so fantastic stuff. Yes. But he wrote one of the best runs in Daredevil. He wrote he created Alias. He created Jessica Jones as a character. Um he like he wrote uh siege that was him um that's right that's actually one of my favorite um would you call it i guess crossover yeah just favorite crossover story of all time and uh that's a super entertaining read. not just that but he also i think he wrote secret invasion and that created the secret warriors which is one of my favorite reads um he he started them but jonathan hickman made them what they are uh, so he has the ability to write great stuff, but then he also has the ability to write trash 
And that is always my fear when he takes on a character that I am currently enjoying. Um, and yeah. So that is why I think, I think that's why. I think it's the tenure. I think it's, oh, these are legendary writers. We're going to keep them on. Yeah. Versus, like, the fact that DC is in the place that they are, mm-hmm. where Tom King can write great stuff. Tom King can write great stuff. He wrote an Incredible Vision. He wrote, uh, he's currently writing Miracle Man as well as the Batman series. But his Batman has been really hit and miss. Like, like almost bendest levels of doing whatever he wants with the character. Mm-hmm. And he's the one, spoiler for those. Batman's a character who, who has kind of been done whatever Batman. with, though. I know, and that's my years. thing. We've talked about this. Just don't do Batman anymore. Have yeah. him in stories. Just don't do Batman anymore. We don't know. But the thing is, Batman is the number one selling DC comic right now. Yeah. Like, it is... I don't think it's going to stop. Tom King says he has plans for the next 100 years. From a business standpoint, it makes zero sense to stop Batman. It's a totally idealistic fanboy, pretentious, oh, leave Batman Batman untouched. It's it's never going to happen. It doesn't make any sense financially. Batman is a a cash machine. Yeah. It's why they're never going to stop doing Batman movies. You know... I have come to accept I don't think I'm ever going to like a Batman movie more than the ones that I already consider my favorites. I don't I don't think they're ever going to get it more I don't I don't think they're going to bring it to another level of yeah. right. I I don't. I in our generation. I think I think they're going to get Batman we further could see and further away. We could see something in our 60s that might change your mind. Maybe in 40 years. 40 yeah. years. Uh so moving on, The Thing, Ben Grimm, The Thing, is officially getting married in the comics. He's finally getting cool. married to Alicia. Who, he's getting hitched? He's getting hitched to Alicia, who is a blind woman. <laughs> Can't see who he is. <laughs> oh, my uh, word. That's a bad joke. Yeah. Funny, though. Uh, Very funny. And they've been together in comics since, like, the 80s. Well, you know, it's. I'm happy they're taking this step forward. Yeah, you know, in the. <laughs> it's kind of like um, about I... ten years ago when Gene Simmons proposed to his to his wife or yeah. his pardon me his girlfriend of thirty years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, did you I know played. that? I did not. He was with the same woman for or is. I'm pretty sure. That, I'm pretty sure they're still together. I don't know. Or ah, I I'm I don't care about pop culture anymore. But mm-hmm. at one point when he when he had his show on Family Jewels. I remember, like he proposed to her, and it was, it was like it was a made out to be this big emotional episode. Yeah, and it's like, oh yeah, you know, marry the woman you've been with for thirty years and have two kids with. <laughs> you've raised two kids that are both in college now. But he's finally settling down. Finally settling down. Finally yeah. settle, f- settling down. I heard some crazy stuff about Steven Tyler. That dude. Yeah, tell me. That dude is kind of messed up. That what did you hear? He like. Got her, he got like a fifteen-year-old's parents to like essentially sign her over to him. That's Ted Nugent, I think. Or did, did Stephen Steven Tyler, Tyler did the same thing? They both did that then. Yeah, but um, with with Ted Nugent, um, I want to say it was in like a different country too. 
Oh, really? Which is weird. weirder. It, which is, yeah, but not like what you're thinking, not like Mail Order Bride. No, 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 I know, it was but like, like, he was over in a different country. I think it was, I want to say, uh, island in the island somewhere, yeah. or in Central America. Yeah. But it, to me, it's like... I don't like it. I mean, no, it's, it's one of my it's least gross. favorite things about him. But, it's gross. Although, she wasn't 15, though. Yeah, this girl was like, I think either 15 or 16, yeah. This girl was either 17 or 18, whatever the cutoff for... Okay, so she was on the cusp. And he wasn't... Well, how old was Steven Tyler when he did this, too? I think either 25 or 30. Okay, so, yeah, they were probably about the same age then. I think. I don't know. That's so sleazy. It is. So, uh, Steven Tyler did that? I believe so. I could be wrong. I could be just, you know... But who do you hate more? Uh, Do you hate... Him more than the parents? They did it. Yeah, but the fact that he would even attempt that. I don't know, man. I almost hate the parents. Yeah? I don't. Uh, Why I would don't you know. want your daughter to to live? Uh, yeah. How, how do you let someone convince you that's right? <laughs> Gross. I don't know. Uh, now he's dating a 31-year-old. I think she's. Steven Tyler is? Yeah, I think she's. That's younger, younger than, than his, his very attractive daughter. Yeah. He's seriously dating a girl who's a year older than me? Yeah. Steven Tyler is? Uh-huh. Oh, my goodness. Let's see. And Liv Tyler is already in her 40s now, I'm guessing? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what I'm saying already. She's been an actress for quite a while. Yes. But she's sure is pretty. Let's see. I think we can all agree with that. Chris, are you there? Yeah. He's there. Do you do you agree? Are you a Liv Tyler fan at all? Yeah, I think she's she's a she's a good looking woman. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you, do you, the way I said, like ah, uh, yeah. That sounds so creepy. Huh? Who? Her? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Come on now. <laughs> uh, where is this conversation gone? <laughs> That's as far as I ever take things. Yeah. Yeah. I think her name was Teresa Barrick. Nice. It sounds like the name of a girl who do that. <laughs> what? What? I don't know. Oh my gosh! I know plenty of upstanding women named Teresa. Me too. So <laughs> I just fe- like I just it. felt like making a horrible blanket statement like that. <laughs> oh man! I could be entirely wrong. Like. I swear it was Steven Tyler. Well, I even saw a picture, and it was, like, really messed up. Well, I know for a fact that Ted Nugent did the same thing. So it yeah. was a classic rocker from the mid to late 70s who, d- who did that. Um, and it could have been both of them. But uh, I read somewhere that the, the Ted Nugent incident, I have not read about the Steven Tyler one, but the other made, I want to say, Rolling Stones or Spin Magazines or uh, maybe it was... Maybe it was TMZ. Anyways, they had they had a list of like the top fifty most sleazy moments in rock and roll history, mm-hmm. and uh, Ted Nugent getting a like seventeen year old's parents to sign her over to him was like in the top ten. Hmm. I'm guessing Brett Michaels is number one. Gosh, with just his whole life. Okay, so he <laughs> didn't he didn't marry her. She was fourteen. She was 14, and he had the parents sign guardianship over to him so that way she could live with him. Yeah. Really? Yeah, for three years. They dated and did drugs with each other for three years. What? Yeah. 
They broke up after an unplanned pregnancy was res- which resulted in an abortion. This is re- really dark stuff. Oh, my stuff. gosh. Uh, I kind of don't want to listen to my Aerosmith records anymore. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, it's pretty, he was 27. Can we just... Yeah, let's move on. No, let's I was going to say on. a moment of silence, because that's tragic. That is, yeah. I don't know why I even thought about that. Why'd that even come up? Origins and adaptations, folks. You know, Bang Grimm, the thing getting married just leads to <laughs> Steven Tyler's <laughs> pedophilic marriage. Oh, it's because dating. I mentioned Gene Simmons. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Who has probably been with underage girls, but that wasn't what my story was about. No. So, so moving on, uh, the new Power Rangers comic will focus solely on Tommy. <laughs> it's going to be a Green Ranger Power Rangers comic. What would you say? Uh huh. To a comic book where it's Tommy versus Tommy, and there's a Green Ranger and a White Ranger. That's been done. In comic book form, no. Yes, that was actually one of. He wasn't a white. He was a Black Ranger. He was like an evil Black. Ranger. Oh, I do remember that, but that's not the same thing. But it's Tommy versus Tommy. Have you seen? Well, the, well, so the reason why I mentioned it is there's an episode uh, where where Sun? where the Green Ranger oh. fights the White Ranger, and they make it into a big thing. Really, it's great. Um, <laughs> well, because he has his his evil green personality. Yeah. Well, they. But you said he, they made him an evil black ranger. Well, so like this is an entirely other thing. He wears. That's making him a different ranger. It's not the same no, thing. No, no, he's still Tommy. <laughs> he's still Tommy, and he's not where. He's still the Green Ranger. I think he's he's wearing like a black suit. He's not a ranger. He's like a he's like a evil dude. Hmm. Who wears black? <laughs> oh, oh, okay, uh, I see. But it's future Tommy who's evil, and he he attacks current Tommy who's good, hmm. and they fight. So it's like Tommy and Tommy. I could see this is what I would enjoy. Yeah, I think it would be awesome if like White Ranger Tommy traveled back in time and was in some situation where he had to fight evil Green Tommy. I think that'd be cool. Doesn't make any sense, but it'd be badass. But didn't you say they did that? <laughs> He didn't go back in time. It was it was some other thing. It was like uh, he had to fight a bunch of different rangers, like throughout history or something like that. Mm. And then he finally got to himself, and that was the ultimate showdown. It's ultimate. It was showdown. it was, was kind of cool though. Like I mean, even though it was it was cheesy. Like as a kid, I was like, oh, oh, they bring him back the Green Ranger. Oh. Actually, you know what? I think it was it was so far. Into the show that he was he was still white at the time, but he was on the cusp of becoming what came after MMPR. Zio. Yeah. 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 Zio. Um. The only thing I will say about that, though, this Tommy centric uh, Power Rangers comic, is I really hope that means they stop focusing on Tommy in the main line. Because the main, to me, the main line has suffered a lot, uh, because they keep focusing on Tommy, and so like you need to develop to the, the other point characters. where at one point every green, every Power Ranger was a Green Ranger. Yeah, that was funny, but I don't know how long did it keep that up for. I remember reading that it was only for like three issues. But I, I read that trade that that happened. To yeah, him. it was just like okay, and then 
right after that, they're like, oh, and Tommy's the bad guy. It's like, what the heck? Why Why are we so focused on Tommy? And kind like, of rehashing the idea of him being the bad guy again. Like, yeah. you don't need to make him the bad guy again. Yeah. Like I said, having the re- having the Tommy we're rooting for or the Tommy we're reading about being... You know, traveling being, back in time. Or, or just being, yeah, <laughs> or whatever. Him Of him being good and then fighting an evil version of himself mm-hmm. only if he's the Green Ranger, though. Yeah, uh, to me it's weird. It's like you're making Tommy evil in the future, and he's not even a ranger. I don't, I don't know. That seems kind of like, why? I think the why are uh, we interested in this? Yeah, and then he's searching for Saba. I know at one point that sounds so, kind of neat. And Saba, I think is, I think they have Saba now. I like Saba. Yeah. Um. Then to cap off the news, Marvel increases X Men budget for the comics. After Fox Disney merger. Surprise, surprise. Oh, this is also what I want to talk about on top of this. So, Bob Iger, head of Disney, came out and said, <clears throat> I'm going to do my old man Disney voice. Uh, Kevin Feige is going to be in charge of X-Men when they come back into the MCU. And it exploded the internet. Everyone was like, oh my gosh. Kevin Feige is in charge of X-Men in the MCU. And I got people messaging me saying, bro, Kevin Feige is in charge of the X-Men coming to the MCU. Cody, you know what I have to say? Yeah. No duh. He's in charge of... Marvel, <laughs> why would they take anyone else and make them in charge of the integration of X-Men? Yeah. I don't understand. I think it's, it's Some to me, it's, it's people that just don't understand. That, that's just what happens. That's what happens. Do like, you want the rest of that? No, you can have it. Thank you. Um, no, that's, uh, well, yeah, why, who is it going to be? Yeah, I have no clue. And that's that's what surprised me. They're turning it over to Margot Robbie. Well, yeah. <laughs> She's coming back to life. Um No, that's uh I just found that funny. It's just like, yeah, of course the head Ooh. of Marvel is going to be Ooh. in control of what happens at Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, you're going to get some water and it's going to be wet. And I'm gonna be like Okay, <laughs> I was expecting that. Now, if you would have told me, now if you would have told me, hey, Andrew, you're going to get some water, and it's not going to be really that wet, I would be like, now that, now that's interesting. It's going to be dry. I don't know if I wanted it because I want Kevin Feige. Do you to take be in your control. water sweet or dry? Uh, sweet or dry? That's because those are the two ways you can take wine. You have, oh. there, there's like sweet wines and there's dry wines. Well, I would take sweet over dry. Would you? Water, yeah. I don't know. Sweet water? What kind of... I mean, soda's essentially sweet water. Yeah, you're right. I would take that over, you know... Carbonated. High dehydration. Andrew goes, how about a LaCroix? LaCroix. Give me some of that sweetness. All right, let's carry on. Enough of that nonsense. Wait, where son? Um. <laughs> okay, Kansas. Yes. You know who, what Kansas hasn't done? Kansas has not married 14-year-old girls. Uh, <laughs> That's true. That we know that, of. That, 
Thanks, Chris. Thanks for. I almost made a really bringing... dark joke. Yeah, was, let's move on it, to it, Aquaman. It had to do Move with Boston. Along. Google the band right now and read a little bit about it. You'll find it out. I'm okay. not making the joke right here because I like the band and the singer too much to say it. Okay. Well, moving on to our main segment of the show, the focus issue, uh, character spotlight of Aquaman. And I think this is really cool. This is going to be really fun. Um, for those who do not know, the Aquaman movie does come out in December. That's only three months away. It looks um, good. I am good. not excited, but I really? will go see it. Yes. I'll see it. Uh, I'll early see screenings it. have been uh, ranging from a it was okay to it was okay. So Permission that, to come aboard. Permission to come aboard. <laughs> Why Redheads. does he sound? You know what he sounds like? <laughs> oh god! But when he when he says permission to come aboard, have you ever seen Silence of the Lambs? No. You haven't? I need to. He almost reminds me of Buffalo Bill, who, who, who's like, "Wish you like a big frat girl." <laughs> he he says that, and it's just funny because when he's like, "Permission to come, come aboard. aboard," permission to come aboard. Ah. Okay. So starting it off. Cody. Starting it off. Aquaman. Hmm. No space like I just did there. Started on DC Comics. Surprise, surprise. Created by Paul Norris and Mort Weisinger. Mm-hmm. And did, more fun. He debuted. He debuted. More fun comics. 73. More fun comics. Number 73. You have it right there. You remembered it. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 1941, during the Silver Age in the 1960s, it was when he became a full member of the Justice League. Right. Yep. Uh, in the 19- One of the founding members. One of the founding members. Which is why he's in the movie. You know who's not a founding member, though? Cyborg. Cyborg. Uh, Cyborg. You know who he is a man, founding member of? Teen Titans. New Teen Titans, sorry. not Why not? not, uh, not, teen, not, not I want Martian Manhunter. Get Cyborg mm, the crap mm, out of there. Thank you, Cody. Bring in Martian You're Manhunter. You're on my side. I, I thank Dude, you. Dude, most of the time I feel like I am. It's That's just good. to which degree I decide to yes. be. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, it's the more 1990s. like Wolverine and Cyclops. Yeah. We're on the same side, but... You're on I, the you're on the Wolverine side more, I, and I, I'm on the Cyclops side more. I do love Cy- I do love me some Cyclops. I I I appreciate Wolverine. You I, know, I, love I really Sc- do. I love Scott Summers. Yeah, S- Scott Summers. In 1990, aka the modern age, writers started to interpret Aquaman's character more serious, less of the fish dude in the Justice League, and more the King of Atlantis, essentially. Um, the reason behind this is because in the 1960s, his animated appearance left a lasting impression in pop culture. Yes. He became a joke due to his wholesome, weak portrayal in Super Friends and lackluster powers. His hair is bad enough. And then yeah. the fact that he rode on a seahorse. It, there's just so much that's wrong with Super Friends. <sighs> and I loved it as a kid. And it's that's dog crap now. And that's the portrayal of Aquaman. Like, um... Well, you know, and it's been it's been solidified. It's now to the point where like stand-up comics or like cartoons make fun of it. Yeah. Like in sketch comedy. Well, and uh like we were saying um a while ago though with I'm just getting back to the other members of Super Friends, mm-hmm. Batman to a lot of old people, like people who are 60s and upwards, mm-hmm. they still remember da na 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 like things yeah. have a lasting impression when they're cheesy. Yeah. People remember that crap. It's so weird. No one remembers the good old days. No one remembers the Bob Kane Batman who was just fricking guys up yeah. left and right. Shooting Man, them. He was violent. And even when he didn't have a gun, there's one uh, 
I think I might have gotten when I when we were talking about um my reading of the Bob Kane Batman yeah. on here. I was reading a bunch of Golden Age stuff a few years ago, and I decided to bring it up. I want to say like in the last two years. Um, I think I might have mixed two issues up in my head, but there's definitely an issue where he. Uh, tackles and knocks a guy off of a uh, tightrope or like a like a, a high rise oh, in, yeah? in a circus, and just watches the guy fall to his death. And is like, "Well, Commissioner, we don't got to worry about that guy anymore." <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> Bat- Batman! Yeah. <laughs> what if he killed people? You know, was- <laughs> what if he killed people? Get rid of him. Okay, so due to this. <laughs> Weak and wholesome portrayal in this joke of a character that wasn't represented in the comics. Um, modern comic book depictions have attempted to reconcile this with various aspects of his public perception by casting Aquaman as a more serious and brooding type of character. Mm. Saddled with a bad rep and by struggling to find a true role and purpose beyond a deposed king and a fallen hero. Aquaman is Arthur Curry. That is his real name, and Arthur he's actually Curry. been Arthur Curry forever. Like they've, yeah, I, to my knowledge, he's always been Arthur never Curry. Been, they've never changed his they've name. They've never changed it, which is pretty cool. Yeah, like other, he's kind of like Thor in that regard. Yeah, where, where they change his persona. Yeah, they'll they'll make him silly sometimes, and then yeah. they'll make him more serious. Yeah. But he's always Arthur Curry. Or like Thor, I mean, I guess they did make Thor Odin's son, and then made a girl Thor. So that's what so I'm talking know. about. Is <laughs> but Arthur Curry? No, where, he's always been where Aquaman. Batman at one point was Dick Grayson. Like Dick Grayson was Batman. Yes. And as much as Bruce Wayne likes to think that he's Batman, and we've talked about it multiple times, is that if Bruce gone is if Bruce Wayne is gone, there can be another Batman. Yeah. Uh. Whereas with Aquaman, I can't see that. Because the biggest thing is Aquaman doesn't hide his his identity. No. Like, he, if you see Aquaman out and about, you know, shopping for some clothes, he's Arthur Curry. And if he's fighting some big sea monster in the Pacific Ocean... He's still him. He's still Arthur Curry. Um, and, and that's why... It's really interesting to see that they never like he was Arthur Curry back in the forties. Forty ones when he came yeah. out, right? Whereas with Superman, was he? He was Clark. He was Superman's Clark. always been Clark, Clark Kent. Yeah, Kal El. Cal- yeah. Um. Well, yeah. We mentioned on our Superman spotlight, we mentioned the fact that they never changed the origin story of him either. He was always yeah. Kal El. However, they have Krypton, changed the origin story of Aquaman. Oh, so originally he was just born to. Uh, he was born to a man, a human man. I don't think they really talked about his mom really much. But then it evolved, and his mom was Atlant- Atla, I think, is her name. Uh, sh- and she was a castaway from At- Atlantis. Like, that is, that is a really big part of the story, is that his dad's human, and she's Atlantean, and he's half and half. Uh... Which is really interesting because the original, uh, the original character Ocean Master, who is the bad guy in this the movie, uh, he is his stepbrother. He's his half brother, actually. Gotcha. Step brother. Um, and in the original, he's the one member of the original Justice League that I really don't know anything about his origin story. Okay. 
So I I know this version and the new version for some reason is one that I I didn't know, um, which is that Ocean Master is his half brother on his dad's side, and he and his name's Orm, and he was always mad that or jealous more say, more so of Aquaman because he had superpowers. His older brother who had superpowers, mm-hmm. he was always getting in trouble, and Aquaman had to bail him out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so essentially he becomes a jealous brother type ocean master becomes one of he becomes Aquaman's like number one arch enemy um, for a long time in the redux and he said he does not have superpowers no what so in he... the in the redux version he's he's kind of like Black Manta Black Manta doesn't have superpowers either they're both that's true um, in the redux version uh Aquaman isn't half and half. Aquaman is uh, full, Atlantean. full Atlantean, but his mom was running away when she died from uh, Atlantis, the Atlantean people, and uh, Curry, I forget what his name, his first name, it's like Eric or something like that. His dad essentially finds him and adopts him and raises him as a human. And then you he finds out later that he is which I think is what they're going for in this in this new story. They might. They might not. They might be going with the half and half side. Uh and then he finds out that he is true Atlantean and how he becomes king is he starts helping the Atlantean people and the old king dies. And they essentially vote him in as king. Okay. Um, and that's so around. He almost he he almost is more of a uh, president then. Yeah, and he isn't. He I isn't don't know why I said that. That's really lame. Pres- but he, no, but, but I mean, he was. But if, if they if it was consensus yeah. or and he didn't his get mom, the his mom's Atlantean, which gave him access to the throne. But I, for some reason, I was always under the impression that his his mom was human. And his dad was Atlantean. And his dad was the king of Atlantis, but that's not the case. That makes more. That seems more obvious, doesn't it? Yeah. That he would just replace his dad's yeah mantle. Yeah. But no. Um. So, what are Aquaman's powers? He's got a lot of powers. That's yeah. one thing I do know quite a bit about him. Yeah. Do you know all his powers? Uh, I've got a list of some here. You have the list. I got a list. Uh, Want to bounce back and forth? Yeah. So his original powers. I wonder if I can guess. I'll start with his. What's his first original power? His first original power. I'm guessing it's one of two. I'm guessing either. It's very obvious. I'm guessing. It's very obvious. Yeah. I'm guessing it's the super speed swimming. No, actually, that came later. That wasn't one of his original powers. Really? Yeah. Okay, then can I guess what the other one would be? Uh huh. Communicating with animals. That's one of them. Uh, what was the breathing one? underwater? Oh, yeah. I guess yeah. You can live underwater. Yeah, I guess I attach that with the super speed swimming because the only reason the only reason that it would work is if he was able to function at high level, which yeah. <laughs> you're not gonna, you know. Yes, you're not gonna. Uh, have, you know. No, so he originally uh, didn't have super speed. Because he originally didn't have super strength. 
That's true, but um, super speed and super strength can be seg- segregated. Can be segregated. But also, he could be a super speed swimmer and not be a super speed runner, which they've made him that now, too. Yes. Like, now he's just super everything. He, he's super everything. He's pretty tough. Um, yeah, so his original powers when he first started was just breathing underwater and controlling water and other... Controlling fish and other underwater sea creatures. Um, so that is so that is one of his original ones. I was mm-hmm. right. Yep. The communicating. Uh, yeah, and it was communicating, and originally he spoke their language. So it was... Uh, and that's why a lot of people had the whole, like... Yeah, you, know, you talk to fish, like that's it. Yeah. Um, whereas now he tele he telepathically talks to them, and it's more of like a mind control. I'll tell you why I think I'm 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 glad they changed that, mm-hmm. or at least uh, modified it a little bit, mm-hmm. is because why would we assume all fish speak this or all sea life speak the same language? Let's say for for the sake of argument that that this was possible, there are so many species of underwater life mo- way more than there are on earth. Yeah. What what's the likelihood? Well probably not, well I don't know way more but probably more. I would say I would say probably Except more. If you don't include insects I would say so. Oh yeah yeah you're right. But probably more than probably more than just mammals, mammals birds yeah. and everything yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's just silly to assume that they would all speak the same language. Correct. I don't know why I thought of that but I did. That's Good, but no, I like I like the route that they went nowadays, which is just him being able to kind of manipulate yes. and control. Yeah. Not speaking in some strange fish tongues. Yeah. <laughs> and they they address this with um I can just see with it right the injustice, now. the injustice uh area where they had like ancient like under like ancient sea level, like flo- sea floor level dwelling creatures that we don't know about because mm-hmm. we can't go down there, um, like rise up and he controls them and that's how he has this giant army of sea creatures. Yeah, mm. pretty crazy. Pretty yeah. crazy. Okay, so in later iterations though, he would gain super swimming speed. Uh, and superhuman physique, strong enough to withstand attacks from superhuman opponents as well as bullets. Uh, so essentially his skin kind of becomes like a, uh, kind of like Superman's Mm -hmm. skin. Uh, he has superhuman strength, while not as great as Superman or Wonder Woman's strength. Uh, he apparently was, at one point, was able to leap up to six miles. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, which goes in with the whole super speed kind of thing. Like, he's just, he's got them strong legs. Mm-hmm. He's got some thighs. Uh, he can swim up to 6.7 thousand miles per hour. Wow. Yeah. That's the super speed. Uh, he can see in total, total darkness and has enhanced hearing and limited sonar. What if he had to communicate with fish, uh-huh. like the ones that you see in Star Wars Episode One? The big things, mm-hmm. like the Leviathans. Mm-hmm. That'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. Um, his biggest weakness is that he grows weak if he remains on land for extended periods of time. In 2011, however, this has been dismissed. It is no longer one of his weaknesses since he grew up on land. 
Uh, yeah, that wouldn't make dad. any sense. Uh, although he still runs the risk of dehydration in hostile climates, of dying of dehydration in hostile climates. So that I would be a like really... The, like the desert. That'd be a really sad death scene for Aquaman. They yeah. just throw him in the desert. Yeah. Um, I had a question when you brought that up. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you can you go go back a little bit? His biggest weakness is he grows weak if he remains on land. <sighs> I had I had a remark to make about that, and I was curious if it was going to be right, if you would agree with it, but I can't remember what it was. We'll go back okay. to that. His allies are Justice League, of course, Aqualad, his first psychic, and I think his only psychic. He's had two Aqualads, I know that, uh, and his primary love interest, Mira. And I don't know if he's had other love interests. I know that she is like, she's like the Mary Jane, which she also has red hair. Uh, but she's she's been like his number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get married. They have a kid together. Aqua baby. Um, Do they call it that? I don't know. That's what I call it. <laughs> That's so silly. Uh, Do- Dr. Volko, an Atlantean scientist who he then later allows to be king when he parts. I think it's like his best friend, essentially. And Tula, who becomes Aqua Girl and Aqualad's primary love interest. And Tula we know from um, the Justice Young Justice TV show. Right. I think she spoiler alert, but I, I think she dies in that, doesn't she? Tula? It's either she dies or Garth dies. Garth is the original Aqualad. I feel like Garth does die. Is it Garth? I thought it was Tula dies. But maybe it is Garth. I don't know. I need to go back and rewatch all that. Yeah. Um So that is essentially the background to Aquaman. Uh there's a lot more. There's a lot of interesting character characteristics that we could go in. I think one of my biggest things is I grew up with nineties Aquaman, mm-hmm. who was this badass character who didn't take anything from anyone. Uh, he was very stoic and had a harpoon for a hand. I remember that. Yeah. I remember those days, yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, he did lose his arm at one point, and he essentially got like a mechanical cyborg harpoon hand, and it was dope. And he had a beard. <laughs> he looked... So Jason Momoa could look like 90s Aquaman. I think he does look like 90s Aquaman. It's his personality is not it's not 90s aquaman no um well it's he's just too surfer bro. bro he's too surfer he's bro he's too like yeah he just seems like a surfer stoner guy yeah and that is not aquaman i don't know any version of that for aquaman when i first saw him i was like oh gosh he's going to be so like dangerous yeah. and scary and he's not he's scary going to be dangerous for those daughters Saying, know what I'm saying? Oh know what I'm saying? Andrew, I already uh, no, I already saw a meme. Oh, so stupid. So I already saw a meme that said it had a picture of Jason Momoa with his shirt off, and it said, "I don't know what this plot's about, but if it has Jason Momoa with his shirt off, I'ma go see it." I saw that too, and yeah. I was like, "Ha ha ha! You really made a point." Yeah. It's like Pe- you know, pe- people post stuff like you that. You just showed how shallow you are, and it's like the, the well, actually, and not only is it shallow in that sense, but it's also the, just the the joke. It's a weak joke. It's like, haha. It's what's it gonna get besides one? Also, sh- if one you little reverse chuckle. that, if you reverse that, it's creepy. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you mean you mean gender wise? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 
And like I understand that it happens all the time that people do reverse it and people say like I'm only going to watch that so I can see Jennifer Lawrence. But it doesn't make it less creepy. No. Like it's still creepy. No. But it is. we have this moment where I see that meme and I don't see my guy friends sharing to me a meme like that. They might say that in person, but I've never seen a meme like that. No. Of Another woman uh, of a woman, and it's like these are the women who love Magic Mike and Fifty Shades of Grey. Just so you guys know, the Arrow what, what we universe. Think. Yeah, uh, no, it's to me it was the issue of, um, if I actually think I have a few friends. If I had friends few fr- who were sharing, female like, friends who share that of of like someone in a bikini, and it's a, like I don't know what the plot's about, but if it has this the entire time. I'm going to go see it. It's like, like yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's oh, like, it's, yeah. if any of my guy friends would have shared that, it would have been like a gross. Like, you're creepy. Or I, or I would have just said, dude. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. It's like, stop. Stop. Mm-hmm. But I get it. They're trying to be funny. But to me, it just undervalues the character. It ruins everything. They're going to enjoy this movie because Jason Momoa has a shirt off. I guess and you okay. It hurts. You just said it. I don't like the fact that it based, and I'm not saying that I'm not excited for this movie. Yeah. But let's say it was a movie that I was excited for, or like big, big time into. Um, it's like, why would I want to see something about a character that I like? And you're basically trying to say, oh, I don't give a crap about this character, but this guy is going to be shirtless playing. It, was, it just, yeah. It doesn't make. It doesn't get me excited about the movie. Yeah. It's like I, I it's like I wish you did care about the character. Could you? It's like could, could you? But the problem is, is they're now going to go see this movie and think that's what the character is, Cody. Yep. Permission to come aboard. Permission to come aboard. Uh, permission to end this podcast. <laughs> no, um, I had a gr- yeah. permission to end this podcast. Oh, yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> go though. What were you going to say? What if Aquaman? What if an old Aquaman was like Quint from Jaws? <laughs> <laughs> and he's a, a Japanese doll's submarine. <laughs> Have you ever seen in. a shark's eyes? Yeah. It's like a doll's eyes. Yeah, and then lifeless eyes. And then when he's talking about um, how his crew is getting picked off by sharks, mm-hmm. someone says, "Why didn't you do anything?" Because <laughs> he has superpowers. Yeah. Okay, okay. uh, ocean man. Okay, now we're getting silly. Yeah, we are. Now we are. So, what's your? I I told you my. That's what I remember. Of Aquaman. That's my introduction of Aquaman. Oh, God. My introduction is was Super, Super Friends? Friends. Yes. And the thing is that's so depressing, and I'm going to admit this anyway, is that I really still liked him as a kid. Yeah. Even though I thought he, it was cheesy, I liked it. I was you like, like the cheese factor? Well, I didn't know that I did, but that's what it was. I, I was like, oh, he's the friendly one. Yeah. And he's got blonde hair. He's got blonde hair. I don't know. I, I just... I don't know. I think when I was a little kid, um, my parents were very adamant about, you know, rooting for, like, the wholesome good guy. Mm-hmm. And that's what Aquaman was. So I think that's probably why I liked him. But that old 60s Aquaman, the, the Silver Age Aquaman just has no dimension. Yeah. No no character or... or uh, He's bland. Yeah, no flavor. No, no flavor of the no month. No flavor. No flavor of the month. No flavor. But this this 1990s Aquaman. 
That's what I'm talking well, about. What do you, well, That's what I'm talking about. The current Aquaman is great. Well, did they make him lame for a while then, or has he been awesome since the 90s? I think he still was kind of lame in the 60s. Around the Super Friends era, I know that he had... No, 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 I meant, like, like from the 90s onward, was, was no, there... No, he's been awesome ever since then. Okay. Like... Why were people making such a big deal in New 52 when people... They, they, they reset his character. He he wasn't lame. He was actually really cool. The Aquaman New 52 run was actually really good. He was. Well, I guess what I'm saying is people were acting like, oh, now he's a savage. But I was like, I thought he was a savage earlier. Yeah, it's... I thought he'd been a savage for a while. He's been a savage for a while. People don't understand. People don't get Cody. They don't know. Just they, so don't, worry. they don't know the Arthur There's Curry no like I know him. People just don't understand. Yeah. So yeah. Got any favorite recent reads? I do not. I do not. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm waiting for my copy, my ultimate edition copy of Amory Wars to arrive. Yeah. And then I can finish it and say that I've read everything. Nice. It's been released. Nice. For me, uh, I would say that I read some Black Panther issues, and they were pretty good. And it focuses on uh, Killmonger has Black Panther's like love interest, and he's super intelligent, and he goes, he's like corrupted and controlled everything, and... He knows that through controlling, he somehow does it through the stock market. Like he controls Wakanda's stock market. And he's like, since I've got all this, I essentially can control what T'Chaka does, mm-hmm. or T'Challa, what T'Challa does, and I can like rule his life. T'challa. And then T'Challa sees him do this and goes, well, then I'm just going to shut down all my companies. <laughs> and he does. And he bankrupts Wakanda. And. Uh, Killmonger is like you. You'd really do this. You'd really destroy Wakanda just to make sure I didn't get at you. And Tishal's like, you know it, son. Uh, so it's pretty crazy. Then you find out that he slept with uh, what's his face? What's his face's girlfriend? Um, Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen's character. Not Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen. Martin. You're confusing me, man. Martin. Bilbo, Bilbo Baggins in the. I don't even know that. What's in that the Black Panther movie? Yeah, yeah. No, what, it's something it? Martin. Martin. <sighs> I have so many other last names. Martin Freeman. Freeman. That's it. Uh, Martin Freeman. His character. In the comics, his character is like the liaison for Wakanda, and specifically T'Challa. And then like, he finds out that his current girlfriend's like, oh, I remember T'Challa, and he's like, what? And she's like, yeah, we had a thing, like, a few years ago. And he's like, what? And she's like, it's before we were together. And then they have this weird, like, <laughs> domestic dispute where she, like, she like punches him and, like, he, like, slaps her. It was a oh, weird gosh. thing. Where Whoa. it's like, where you think it's going to be, like, this whole, oh, he is, he's abusing her. But then they're both, like, they're bruised. They're beating each other Yeah, up. they're both bruised and, like, the house is a mess. And they're just like, yeah, we still, lo- like, we still like each other, but. We're we're mad at each other right now. It, it was weird. It started off weird. I was like, well, I, I don't know. It's interesting. It's Christopher Priest, uh, his Black Panther run. So that's what I read recently. Christopher Priest. Christopher Priest. What is what else has Priest done? He's doing something currently. 
Christopher Priest. Christopher Priest. Christopher. I can't remember. Christopher. I will get back to you. Cote Wilson. <laughs> Cote. Why are we getting Cote. so weird? And then I, I, I go, Chris? Christopher? Chris? What do you Chris? think? What was your favorite recent read, Chris? Uh, uh, I didn't really have a favorite recent read, but okay. my most recent read was the whole uh, six-part series the Colombian did on John Bishop. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. So that was super interesting. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I read some of that. Crazy. It is crazy. Crazy. Crazy, right? It is crazy. Yeah. Freaking freaking Mexican cartel. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's it's wild. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad we had a good time. Yeah, thank you guys all. Thank you for listening, hearing us talk about Aquaman. This is Origins and Adaptations saying good night. Good night. And good day. <laughs>